on this week's show, we've got all my reactions to a bumper few weeks of news and rumours in gaming. Uh, we've had new game announcements, we've had delays to some massive next-gen titles, uh, talk about what that means for the launch of the new consoles, uh, preview of the new Xbox experience and bad news from Sony and EA, plus some more PS5 and Xbox Series S, that's S, rumours on this week's show. Hello folks and welcome to episode 16 of the podcast. This is Old Guy Gaming. Uh, I'm Giles Nicholson, Giles Went West on Twitter, Xbox Live and PlayStation Network and I'm here to give my regular take on what's going on in games and the gaming industry. Um, it's been quite a fortnight if I'm honest. Uh, no huge events, uh, no prices, no dates for the new consoles and no new big showcases. I think those are both still expected uh, in the rest of August, so we don't have long now, and I'm imagining I'll be able to cover those in the next show, so keep an eye out for that. But uh, plenty of news and rumours over the past two weeks, and I'm going to run through those and my thoughts on what's been happening. Um, just before I start, a quick piece of housekeeping. I'm guessing you might be able to tell I've been playing around with my mic and my settings and hopefully the sound is a little bit better than the last few weeks. So I think it was a bit echoey on reflection, so sorry about that. And um, yeah, hopefully uh, as time goes on, I'm going to be just getting better and clearer uh, and uh, I can't guarantee the content, but I'll do my best shot. But uh, certainly in terms of the sound quality, um, it should be a marked improvement. So as always, let me know what you think uh, on Twitter, as I say, at Giles Went West. Um, and always good to hear comments about what you like, what you don't like about the show anyway. So uh, yeah, really appreciate those people who have got in touch. Okay, so um, with all that in mind, let's dive into what's been happening over the past fortnight. Okay, so let's start with the good news. And uh, yeah, always, always up for the positives personally. And uh, there's been plenty of it the last few weeks um, because we have finally got some information from DC. Um, first of all, they have not yet been sold to EA or Activision or some other um company that I really, really hope they don't end up going to. Um, they also haven't gone to Microsoft, so any Sony listeners will be pleased by that. I do think uh, Microsoft could be a really good home for them, though. Uh, and, um, you know, Microsoft have shown that they're prepared to still publish on other platforms, but um, yeah, not a big fan of exclusivity generally. So um, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, DC games have not yet been sold and they have announced uh, two really big games um, that we've kind of both uh, thought we knew about, but um, they've had official confirmation. Um, first of all is Rocksteady's next game. So um, ever since uh, Arkham Knight, we've been wondering what Rocksteady have been up to and there's been different rumours um, over the years, but now it is official. They are working on a Suicide Squad game um, and I think uh, possibly not quite officially, but pretty officially. I mean, it's been confirmed it is going to be called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. So uh, what Rocksteady um, shared that they will be uh, going through this in just a couple of days. So I'm recording as of Friday the 21st. In fact, tomorrow, Saturday the 22nd, at DC Fandome, they're going to um, share more about uh, their Suicide Squad games. So, so far we've just had a kind of poster uh, released, which was pretty cool. It was the Suicide Squad um, kind of uh, target 
on uh, Superman's head. Um, so as I say, that pretty much uh, ties in with the uh, the rumoured and I think, you know, I've seen reports that said confirmed uh, title kill the Justice League, um, but certainly that seems to be the um, the gist of it. So we'll know more very, very soon from Rocksteady's new game. And, you know, based on the Arkham trilogy, then um, they, they know how to make a game. So um, yeah, hopefully that will be uh, as good as those three titles. Speaking of Batman, uh, the other um, the other title that we've finally got more information on, and uh, God, it's been tedious, hasn't it? Their uh, teaser campaign that's lasted genuinely over a year. Uh, it feels like longer. Um, but Warner Brother Montreal's uh, Batman Gotham Knights. Um, so again, uh, we've had some kind of... Um, breadcrumbs and sort of ARG type shenanigans. I think there's a, uh, I think there's a website that was redacted with various threes in there. Um, God, I hate that stuff. Uh, but anyway, um, they are also going to share information at Fandome. So if you're in the UK, uh, well, sorry, wherever you are, it's Saturday the 22nd. I think if you're in the UK, uh, at least one of those reveals just goes past midnight into Sunday the 23rd. But by Sunday, uh, we should know uh, a lot more about those two uh, pretty big superhero games coming, uh, hopefully, to all platforms. Um, but yes, more news, I'm sure, next time we speak. Um and in other good news, just before we move over to some disappointments, um, any uh, PlayStation players will be pleased to, f well, everyone, hopefully, because, uh, you know, we're not ourselves. Uh, everyone will be pleased to know that um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima will be getting a surprise co-op mode added later in the year. Um, and, you know, the team at Jump Cut have loved that game. I haven't got to it myself yet. Um, so I look forward to doing that at some point. Um, I was a bit put off by uh the what was it the sort of spring type reveal that they did for ghost it looked to me just sort of generic assassin's creedy type um you know collect them up and and kind of busy uh lots of busy tasks collecting feathers and some such nonsense um but uh, actually you know it sounds like um the the sort of well first of all it looks amazing ghost uh and secondly um everyone who I know who's played it has really loved it so I will definitely be getting that and maybe I will get that around the time this free co-op update is added but um, yeah if you're playing on PS4 if you're not planning to upgrade to PS5 or just looking for something to keep you going until whenever the hell that console gets released this is fantastic news uh, so really good news on PlayStation. Uh, moving over to Xbox and um, I think brilliant brilliant news for xbox and um, first of all uh, they've got their first ign 10 for a very long time and um, now i know not everyone is uh, a huge fan of ign's scoring and, and reviews team but um you know clearly this uh, generally this the reviews for flight simulator have been really spectacular um and my god does that game look pretty um and I think one of the um, things that really stood out for me from watching the video, from reading some reviews, from watching some reviews, um, you know, genuinely, uh, whether you are into Flight Simulator as a game or experience or uh, whatever it's actually sort of uh, going to feel like, um, graphically speaking, um, this game is one hell of a showcase, um, not just in terms of general quality, but 
the idea, you know, this idea that you're getting uh, sort of real map data streamed in, real-time cloud air traffic, all this, uh, all this information, it just it just seems to be, I mean, and, and I'm sort of quoting, I guess, some uh, some reviews here rather than first-hand knowledge, but, you know, it feels like it's a really genuine um, showcase uh, of and a feel of next-gen. Um, now, it's on PC, um, so I tend to be a console sort of gamer. I never had a good enough PC to be able to run Flight Simulator, for example. Um, but, you know, that game is confirmed as coming to Xbox. Um, not when and uh, not recently. They haven't talked about it recently. Um, but that is confirmed. So it will be absolutely fascinating to see what the, well, what both versions look like, what the Xbox One version looks like. And then obviously the Series X. And um, yeah, the Series X version, it will be really interesting if they can get that out at or around launch time. I mean, I have been uh, on Twitter, um, got into a bit of a, a good chat with uh, with a fellow Twitter user about um, my thoughts where they should really do everything they can to get Flight Simulator at launch for Xbox Series X. Um, you know, with something like Game Pass, it's the perfect thing for people to just dabble in. And they, you know, it's not going to be a mainstream appeal in terms of the game, but just to be able to use that footage just to show people what the what the machine is capable of um, and just to fill a gap in their schedule, which we will get to in a second. Um, I would be, if I was at Microsoft, I would be um, doing everything, absolutely everything I can to get that one ready for the Series X launch. But we'll see. Uh, currently just on uh, PC and currently sitting at 93 on Metacritic. So it's dropped a little uh, from when it first hit, but that is still easily uh, Xbox's, uh, Xbox Game Studios' um, highest rated game. I think Ori is probably next and Ori is fantastic. Um, but yeah, really really timely really good news for xbox and good news for every gamer because as i've always maintained and as i'll still maintain uh you know what we need is competition and um having xbox um playstation and uh, obviously nintendo on switch producing great games it's better for gamers but it's better for competition too it helps keep push everyone to be better so uh yeah i'm really delighted for the team there and uh, the studio uh, i'm pretty sure it's the same studio who did um a plague tale innocence um, and that studio someone should really snap them up because they are clearly really really talented um, and on, uh, just while we're on Xbox, um, it's uh, sort of snuck past me really, but um, Battletoads released uh, this week as well. Um, you know, much more sort of, um, much less spectacular reviews. We're looking at early 70s on Metacritic. Um, some people clearly really love that game. I think actually uh, from the trailers, I was not too bothered, but from watching the reviews and seeing a bit more footage, it looks really cool. It looks really fun. Um, and it is the sort of thing, I think it shows the variety that's now on Xbox. Um, you know, I'm not going to pretend for me it's going to compete with the sort of Sony first pass 
Sony first party titles. Um, and so, you know, I can understand people still saying, where are the games? But the games are there and they're definitely starting to arrive. Um, and the variety and the quality is there. It's, it's just they're not necessarily these big first person action adventures, but, you know, those will come too. So um, in addition to Battletoads Flight Simulator when it arrives, uh, we have got Wasteland 3 coming uh, very shortly, uh, end of August on Xbox and PC. Um, that looks like a really pretty game. It'll be interesting to see how that reviews. And that's uh, it's in exile, right? Yeah, I think so. In exile, we'll, we'll see. I should fact check. I'm sure you can shout at me down the uh, internet if that's wrong. Um, but also tell me why the first episode, in fact, the three episodes of that uh, game from Don't Nod, um, who, you know, I've loved all the Life is Strange games. Uh, the uh, the first one, the prequel and uh Life is Strange 2, really, really enjoyed those. So um, looking forward to Tell Me Why. And the first episode's released at the end of August, but they are releasing weekly, I think. So, um, yeah, I think I mentioned last time that I ten, I've i tended to play, in fact, all of them. I've played those sorts of games, including the Telltale ones, after the whole season has launched. Um, so I've not had to wait. And sometimes the wait has been long between episodes. I think on Life is Strange 2, um, some of the episodes were months apart. So um, I think this is, uh, yeah, this is much better. And I really like this way of, of doing episodic gaming. And it's such, again, such a great fit for Game Pass. So I will be definitely playing Tell Me Why over the next month. And I'll let you know how I think it goes. And to round out the positives, uh, Xbox have uh, just this week released uh, a quick look at the new Xbox experience. Um, this is uh, essentially the dashboard that you're going to get um, on uh, Xbox Series X, but also coming to the Xbox One um, and showing a unified platform with the various mobile apps, uh, Xbox app on PC, um, really, really just um, showing Microsoft's vision. I thought this was really, really interesting because um, for me, uh, I was excited by this. Now, this is not going to, you know, obviously with gamers, we want to play games um, and, you know, a dashboard is not the most exciting thing to talk about. However, what I thought this really showed is that, um, well, two things. So number one, uh, it shows really Microsoft's uh, whole vision to me. It kind of epitomizes what they're trying to do. So um, I think this is clearly where um, Microsoft are trying to um, sort of position themselves as, as more than just a box. So they're really they're really showing that wherever you play, um, whether that's on Xbox, on PC, or via xCloud, or whatever they're calling it these days, um, that you will have a consistent experience. Um, but also it addresses a couple of the, the kind of niggles that I've had with um, with uh, Xbox and actually both uh, PS4 as well, um, in terms of just some of the really awkward things that um, it feels, they, they feel last gen, you know, the systems feel like they're not keeping up with modern life. So, um, for example, one of the things that uh, Xbox Experience showed off, and it's worth having a quick look at the video if you get a chance, um, was just that when you record a game clip or you take a screenshot, automatically it's going to sync or upload to your mobile app. Uh, and from your mobile app, you can then share it with your um, 
with your social networks. And, um, you know, the, the video uh, says explicitly, I think they were spot on, um, you know, you don't really want to be sat there with your controller trying to type out a message that you're going to put on Twitter. Um, and also, you know, focusing on the app is a great way that if a new social network comes along, it's a very, very easy change for Xbox to make. Um, so I just thought this was really smart. You know, Xbox have clearly, um, and Microsoft have, have clearly kind of acknowledged that, you know, people use their mobile phones. You know, if you go back to to smart screen and um, these sorts of um, attempts to, to sort of leverage tablets and phones as a second, second screen experience, they were they were really clunky. They were, um, I thought, really um, well, pointless, to be entirely honest. I don't think I used them for any anything useful. Um, but the sort of sentiment behind them was really smart. And I think Microsoft, particularly with their kind of general embracing of Android, you know, they've got the Surface Duo coming out shortly, which runs on Android. So they're they're uh, no longer um, pitting themselves against this operating system. They've really embraced it. Uh, but also, obviously, for the Apple users, um, apart from the issues with xCloud that uh, have, uh, have kind of arisen, and hopefully Apple will loosen up on that side. But uh, that's kind of another story. Um, but yeah, the where was I? Let me come back to the fact that this is a unified experience, really taking advantage of the, the sort of what, mobile phones and, and tablets do really well. Um, but mainly just showing that, um, you know, Xbox, playing on Xbox, whichever actual unit you're going to be playing on um, is going to be a consistent thing. And I think that's really, really smart. I do think that that is forward looking the right way. You know, this is not um, Connect uh, 3.0, I guess, by this point. This is not the uh, digital, um, future vision that uh, came with the Xbox One launch. This to me is really smart. It's looking at where people um, spend their time and interact uh, with their content uh, and going there. So yeah, I thought it was really well done. The other thing um, that's I think really important is it's quick. It's really quick. Um, and for me, the PlayStation dashboard is has been quicker. I, I find it I guess it's what you're used to, but I don't find it the most intuitive thing in the world. Um, Xbox definitely for me has taken longer. It's been a bit more clunky um, to load up and uh, the new Xbox experiences they're describing it is, is much faster. So that's good news. Uh, and apparently it uses less, um, less memory as well. So that's, again, really good news because, again, one of the uh, reasons why the Xbox One was so slow and kind of crappy at the start was that um, so much of the system um, resources were being uh, held back for a, a pretty heavy um, original dashboard with Connect uh, and Snap and all that guff. Um, so, you know, Microsoft and Xbox really clearly focused now on getting you, as I said, getting you into your game as quickly as possible and helping you uh, interact with your uh, Xbox Live friends, messages, etc., wherever you are. So really, really good. Uh, and talking of when that will launch, it will launch with the Series X, and we now know for sure that that will be at some point this November. So uh, yeah, we have a month. We don't have a date. We still don't have prices or launch lineups or 
lots of the things that we really uh, would expect at this point uh, only a few months out from uh, needing to drop what could be a lot of money on these consoles but we do know at least that xbox series x will launch this november uh, officially anyway um i think we we knew and and probably know that both consoles will launch in november but um yeah xbox has come out and confirmed that at least so uh yeah get saving people uh but when uh what they give with one hand they take away with another because when they announced uh confirmed rather this launch date it was on the back of some really disappointing news so uh it won't be news to anyone listening to this i'm sure because it was all over the place but it was after my last recording and that was that halo infinite has been delayed and will not hit uh, the xbox series x launch this year in fact uh, it won't hit this year at all and it hasn't got an official date for next year so you know we could be looking at quite a big delay and i think you know that's not necessarily a bad thing you know once uh uh once a game's delayed i think um delay it as long as it needs to be good and um i think there must have been so much pressure on them to uh to launch with the console uh i'm really um i'm really pleased they aren't but I think that gives them a real challenge uh, for launch and f to get people to buy their new box, which they need to do because, you know, it's all partly about sort of narrative and about um, perception. Uh, and they need uh, gamers to feel like the Xbox platform uh, is successful and is worth investing in wherever they're actually playing. Uh, if the sort of feeling, if the initial sales, if the sort of, sentiment is that um playstation is running away with next gen as well um then that's going to be really hard to overcome and that's going to damage um you know where people spend their money so um i think halo not launching with the console is a really big blow for the console um but um it's really good news for halo basically uh and there were some rumors going around as to why it's been delayed i think um one of them was that uh, they're taking the eye off the ball because of this TV uh, TV series for Showtime. I think um, they've come out and said that's nonsense. What they haven't denied is that um, this delay comes partly due to uh, the fact that they had significantly outsourced um, Halo Infinite development to external developers. Uh, and I know, you know, they've confirmed they've been working with a couple of external developers. Um, I can't say that's the reason for the delay. And obviously COVID is really the reason for pretty much everything that's happened this year. Um, but we will see, uh, I'm sure it will come out in the end. But, um, you know, just more people, more, more groups involved, more chance for miscommunication, harder to coordinate in the current climate. I could see that being a contributing factor. But ultimately, you know, Halo wasn't ready for where it needed to be. They were going to launch... Uh, a ray tracing patch after launch uh, presumably now that will come with launch which will just be later um and that to me seems like a you know a pretty fundamental part of the package if you're going to try and show off uh, what your next gen console can do um just quickly on halo uh, finally i wouldn't be surprised you know initially they were talking about uh, multiplayer beta and they sort of backtracked from that as they were trying to push for the to hit the launch date i wouldn't be surprised if there is a multiplayer beta um available over christmas 
I think that would be a really smart way to do it. Um, people can understand that this is a sort of a functional test. This is to give people a taste of the gameplay rather than a graphical one. Um, I think they can get a lot of um, goodwill from from gamers to have a chance to play Halo over the quite holiday season um but you know families together um or families not together um because who the hell knows what's happening right uh but um you know that would be i think a really good story and a really smart way actually for them to sort of still use halo in that kind of opening period um but without having to to crunch or compromise the game so um yeah I'm sure we'll hear more. Uh, I think the developers have said they will share more. They're just trying to work out quite where they're going, which is fair enough. Uh, but delays are not exclusive uh, to Xbox. And um, yeah, we've also found out that Deathloop, um, I think one of the PS5's uh, most uh, interesting looking exclusives, uh, third party, uh, so it's a Bethesda game, um, looked to me first of all looked beautiful it's a really cool uh almost a sort of um pulpy type uh what's the word i'm looking for grindhouse maybe um style of, of kind of presentation and that looked really really cool but also um just a really interesting concept to add a sort of time loop mechanic which i love you know something like uh outer wilds or um trying to think of other games but certainly when it comes to films you know that is uh is always a concept that i can get on board with so um deathloop um looked really really good and that's been delayed to q2 2021 so that's interesting halo didn't date their delay deathloop um and bethesda uh have uh gone for essentially six months or, or up to six months delay um which i think really shows you know if anyone's in any doubt about how hard it must have been to, to keep game development going during this period then um you know a three to six month delay is uh is probably what we're looking at and really what it shows is that anything that does manage to get out on time you know miles morales uh godfall hmm, don't like the look of that but yeah uh anything the medium on xbox uh, that looks fantastic if that can hit its date um it's a hell of an achievement so i will credit the people who managed to um pull it off rather than berate anyone who uh, needs a bit more time because um you know a good day good game delayed blah 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 we all know the quote uh it's not um it's not novel anymore but it's it's still true Okay, I'm just rounding out the bad news. Uh, God, it's been busy, right? How long have we been going? We've been going a long time, just rattling out what's been happening. It's really, really busy couple of weeks. Lots of small pieces of news. Um, this one, I think, is not small. I think this snuck through, and I actually think it's a really, really um, big story and, and a pretty crappy one from, from Sony, from PlayStation. Uh, so they confirmed or, or clarified, I suppose they would probably say, um, but they have come out and said that um, PS4, so the DualSense, no, DualShock 4 uh, from your PlayStation 4 will play games on PS5, but only PS4 games, or rather, presumably it'll play uh, PS Now games as it does now. Essentially, let me start again. You're 
your DualShock 4 will not play PS5 games on PS5. That's that's kind of a that's kind of the gist. Um, and so if you uh, you know if you want to play a, a PS5 game, uh, you will need to be using your DualSense controller, your new DualSense controller that comes with the console now. That kind of, you know, I've seen people say fair enough. Uh, there's the haptics. There's uh, what else is there? There's some cool stuff on the controller. Oh, there's the um, the sort of resistance triggers. I know they're uh, they're they're not just uh, the sort of trigger rumbles that we've got on Xbox, but um, they are. Uh, I don't know how to describe them, but these triggers that can kind of uh, lock and, and kind of give you adaptive resistance. They they sound really cool, but are they going to be necessary? Are they really essential? Could you have used your PS4 controller uh, and just not got quite the same experience? Absolutely. And um, for you know player one uh, and presumably the controller that comes in the box with the ps5 you know not a big deal however uh you know for anything multiplayer um or for anyone who's invested in you know fancy sort of prototype controllers on ps4 i think this is a really crappy move from sony and um it does annoy me uh i think that they seemingly get away with at the moment anyway they've got so much goodwill and they've earned it don't get me wrong uh they've earned it by releasing a series of really really good games uh, and also they've kind of acquired it just through being so successful and being so uh so far in the lead on this generation so you know it's human nature uh people are willing to give them more of a break it's just strikes me as kind of dumb giving uh, Sony a break on this one because it is a really unnecessary move. I think it's a really anti-consumer move and I'm surprised more people haven't called them out for it. I think as uh, the reality sinks in, I think people will call it out and it'll be really interesting, you know, um, suggestion is that these new controllers, particularly on Sony's side, you know, there's a lot of technology in that DualSense controller. So who knows how much it's going to cost. So, you know, if you add another what, 50, 60, maybe 70 quid uh, on top of the uh, price you're going to pay for the console and any games, and then suddenly for, uh, you know, to play, I don't know, two player FIFA, let's say, uh key next story uh but to play to play fifa on ps5 then you know you're going to be having to shell out for a second dual sense controller and i'm sorry but fifa and any cross-platform game is not going to be um these functions on the dual sense are not going to be mandatory you could have easily used your ps4 controller so i think that is a really crappy move and uh as i say i think it should be called out and speaking of crappy moves, uh, EA surprisingly come under that banner. Who got that one? Uh, who saw that one coming, eh? Uh, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Okay, fair play. Um, but speaking of crappy moves, EA have confirmed that not only will there not be crossplay uh, for FIFA 21 uh, between Xbox uh, machines, let's say, uh, and PlayStation machines. Uh, so proper crossplay there will not be in FIFA 21. There is already in a couple of EA games, so they can do it. It is possible, of course, it's possible. Um, why they're not allowing it, I don't know. But um, 
I think crossplay is really, really good thing. And I think that is a bad piece of news. Hang on, there's a uh, there's a siren going past my house. Awesome. I do love living here. Uh, it's temporary, so hopefully we'll have fewer sirens as time goes on. But uh, anyway, moving back to the chat. Um, yeah, FIFA 21, you'll not have crossplay uh, between Xbox and PlayStation, but you will not have crossplay either, even between, say, PS4 and PS5, or uh, Xbox One and Xbox Series X, or the new generation Xbox and the old, the current generation Xbox. Um, that again feels like a really crappy thing to do for for um, EA. Uh, so as I said, you know, come back to come back to combining those two stories. Uh, if you are playing, if you buy, if you upgrade to PS5 and you want the new FIFA, or presumably Madden or NBA or whatever, um, if you buy those games on your new console, you're going to need to buy a second controller on PS5. Not on Xbox because you can use your old controllers, um, but you're also not going to be able to play with your friends until they upgrade to PS5, or you're not going to be able to play your f with your friends who go to the other console, which, again, I think is more expected but still really disappointing. But the the idea you can't play with between PS5 and PS4 players, for example, is just really really crappy. Um, now I understand that. Apparently, that's going to be down to the fact that it's essentially different games. It's, you know, they do have history with this. Obviously, EA uh, when they moved from the 360 PS3 era to the PS4 PS5, the the, the two uh, titles were essentially totally different. So it would be hard for them to talk to each other. But um, just the fact that there's no crossplay in any kind of configuration, I think, is really poor. And you know, having seen um, what was it? Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, move over to crossplay. Having seen some sort of baby steps with Sony getting into crossplay, uh, or rather, reluctantly accepting crossplay for things like Fortnite, um, then and you know, Rocket League, I think, is is getting crossplay. Um, so or had crossplay. I'm sure I had it already. Maybe I'm thinking of cross progression. Anyway, um, but yeah. Crossplay feels like it's it's stalling. It needs the support of big, um, big. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Publishers, big publishers like EA, uh, need to support it. And they, um, what have they done? They've done. I think there was a Need for Speed as crossplay. Apex is either getting it or got it. Uh, at launch. Uh, I really should play that game. I've never played it, sorry. Um, and I'm pretty sure that Rocket Arena thing was was uh, cross-play too. So, you know, it can be done. They're not doing it. Boo. So, wow. Uh, over half an hour of news in two weeks. That's, uh, that's definitely a record. And um, yeah, for a, a what should be a quiet time, August. There is a lot going on. Um, like I said, no big announcements. So you could have been forgiven for thinking it would be a, a short news week. And I certainly did as I was planning this podcast. And then I'm really just jotting down what had happened. I was really amazed. Um, I think there is a lot sneaking through. And it feels like, um, you know, we are still building up to those big, big announcements about next gen. But um, it's been, uh, yeah 
been a lot to talk about and 11 i think there was 11 different things that uh, i wanted to cover so hopefully you found those interesting um right let's uh, round this out with going into some rumors and um i do think again there are two um broadly two um big stories here which um, are worth covering um so the first one uh, it's been debunked so uh, let's not get too excited about the actual story but i want to talk about it anyway and you'll see why hopefully uh, is um this kind of rumor that came out that the playstation 5 was struggling to do 4k 60 um so this was you know unnamed source all that sort of stuff so you never can quite tell i'm always a bit cynical about these things and lo and behold um i think the um the developer uh that um it was rumored to come from uh came out and said no 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 this is this is nonsense uh we're developing the game and it's uh 4k and over 60 frames per second we'll be able to uh, unlock 60 targets so um for this specific uh thing a uh, specific game uh this has been debunked uh and clearly you know both uh consoles ps5 the xbox series x um uh, really really powerful capable machines um but again there is a power difference there so um i think that's the thing that i thought it was worth just covering off so um not struggling to hit 4k 60 um but it does beg the question uh, maybe just maybe cast my mind back to um to the start of this current generation so when ps4 and xbox one launched you may or may not remember there were as well as some pretty hideous um pretty hideous stuff about uh how you weren't able to to resell your games or share your games on xbox and uh this crazy focus on tv 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 um the other thing that i think really killed uh xbox this generation was that uh whenever uh uh you know cross uh, cross-platform game came out uh, across PlayStation and Xbox. Um, there was always a massive, well, no, massive is going a bit far, but there was always a significant graphical difference. So, you know, you had these uh, comparisons of things like, I don't know, I think the Battlefield games, um, yeah, anything, that, really anything that came out that was uh, released on the two platforms. Um, and typically it was kind of 1080p on, on PlayStation and 900, somewhere between 720 and 900p uh, on Xbox, um, which, uh, you know, just sort of um, perpetuated the story that, it was an inferior console and it was an inferior experience now what is really interesting say so just to quickly interrupt myself um obviously the the big big difference was the first party exclusives and i think um when it comes to getting getting um almost magic out of uh, out of their consoles sony first party teams are, are just amazing at this i mean you look at something like ghost of tsushima or last of us part 2 on ps4 and you kind of you kind of think why do we need a new generation of consoles because they just look phenomenal um but certainly you know third party titles um do suffer in comparison um and what's been interesting since the upgraded consoles launches launched the one x and the ps4 pro is that the um 
the sort of story flipped and and the best versions or the highest fidelity versions were nearly always on xbox one x but the narrative didn't flip so much you know the the narrative that started was um you know ps uh it's another siren sorry if you can hear it but uh oh my god it's annoying being here uh i'm gonna be somewhere quiet and i'm gonna love it um but yeah so this this kind of story this kind of idea that um the xbox games were sort of significantly graphically inferior and therefore that was part of the reason not to buy them i'm gonna actually pause because it's really loud and annoying okay like i said sorry if you could hear that it was uh it was annoying me enough to put me off my stride and hopefully it wasn't uh coming through to you but if it was apologies so uh, what i was saying was that the you know the the significance of this graphical difference didn't seem to matter so much um, when we got to the upgraded consoles. And uh, that must have been really annoying for Xbox because obviously they were then um, benefiting from this extra power. Um, but I think, I just wonder what will happen this gen. So will it be uh, similar to the last generation where, you know, people would call out, oh, this, you know, Maybe it's uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or it's Cyberpunk. You know, if this looks significantly less impressive on, um, presumably on the PS5 than the Series X because of the power difference, um, you know, will that be a big factor in people's um, purchasing decisions? I just, I don't know the answer. I just think it's really, really interesting. Um, you know, you look at Red Dead Redemption 2, I think, was one of the games that uh, I saw the comparisons between the X and the PS4 Pro. And, um, you know, that was clearly, the, the Xbox Series X version was clearly... Um, a superior version of the game now you know again i'm not saying that um well i don't really care you know which console is better it doesn't matter as long as you enjoy what you've got and you know people who uh crap on the other the other machine just because they don't own it i think uh well you know it's not, not worth the time of day but um i just think it's fascinating will this difference in power and presumably different presumable difference in graphical fidelity will it matter uh and as i say i think that the first party i'm sure things like miles morales uh and generally the the sort of sony um first party titles i think are going to look stunning on ps5 and i'm sure all games are going to look great but you know when you line them up next to each other if the series x version is um prettier if it runs smoother or more smoothly sorry um you know, will that make a difference? Just thought it was interesting to call out. So this rumor that PS5 struggling to hit 4K60, apparently rubbish. Um, but this idea that um, certainly for cross-platform that games might look better on the Series X, um, you know, I think that is something that Microsoft and Xbox are going to really leverage into when it comes to advertising. And I think they should. Um, that will be one of their strengths certainly in the first uh, six months while they're hopefully uh, Halo gets a bit of spit and polish uh, and while they're all these other studios that they've bought have uh, have some time to to actually work on their games and the other big rumor that came out this uh this week uh this week last week over the last fortnight anyway since we last spoke um 
uh it's not really a rumor i mean it seems pretty legit uh it sort of leads to rumors but um we have had this uh xbox controller next generation xbox controller leak um and on the box it uh if you haven't seen it, it says compatible with uh xbox one xbox series x and xbox series s uh which doesn't exist and hasn't been announced and uh we kind of have talked lots of people have talked about this Lockhart, this less powerful uh, second ski of the next generation xbox um and um certainly ign have been referring to the xbox series s which uh was uh you know just an educated guess i think on their part based on the one x and the one s and you know makes sense um but yeah it appears that the series s is a thing and is officially called the series s um and uh, we have no official confirmation of as i say existing or what it is so um it will be really interesting the rumors have always been or for a long time have been that we will get that information in august it is currently uh friday the 21st of august so um there's only there's less than 10 days or 10 days exactly to go and uh with gamescon gamescom uh coming uh right at the end of august that seems like a prime time to have our next big information blowout so that should be between now and next show uh, and i'm looking forward to covering whatever microsoft have got up their sleeves so the series s uh not quite official but uh Clearly, uh, there is something to all of those rumours and innuendos. Um, and the suggestion is that it will be essentially, well, the idea is that it will be kind of uh, as capable in, in many ways as the Series X, but just are aiming for much uh, lower um resolution so aiming for a sort of 1440p i think uh so that kind of middle ground between um uh between 1080p and um 4k um but yeah aiming for that sort of 1440 60 fps um and given all the amazing work uh in terms of sort of upscaling and uh what's it called oh suddenly can't remember checkerboarding that um ps4 pro has done so that you know to overcome uh that uh sort of shortfall in power compared to the x um you know checkerboarding dlss dlss yeah um <laughs> those uh techniques now are so good um that you know i'm really intrigued uh the series s um especially if you don't have a 4k display of course um you know will that be enough for people and if it is uh and it's priced competitively uh aggressively even um then game on for next gen so interesting um there was a second part of this thing uh which is that uh on those same boxes there were stickers showing a street date uh do not do not display do not do anything with do not admit these exist uh until the 6th of november uh for those controllers so um apparently these orange stickers have uh, been used in the past and are 
a thing uh, to that go out to retail. Um, and um, yeah, whoever took the photo is uh, is a naughty uh, boy or girl. Um, but that suggests that um, maybe, maybe uh, the launch date is the sixth of November. Um, I just a quick caveat. Um, I think that uh, that seems, you know, first of all, that to me seems very, very legit. Um, but Mark Medina was on the uh, Unlock show on IGN um, saying that from him working in retail, uh, that could easily be a kind of week before the actual sale. So it might well be that um, that doesn't kind of give us a, a launch date of the 6th, but confirms maybe a 13th of November launch. Um so uh yeah because you know you could display this stuff uh with uh, sort of coming soon and encouraging pre-orders and getting the hype uh, that would also make a lot of sense so basically we've had confirmation that the series x will launch in november we've had sort of but not official but a pretty legitimate confirmation that the series s exists um and that these uh controllers that acknowledge its existence and work with those two new consoles uh, can be displayed from the 6th of November. So it suggests that um, these two consoles will launch uh, in early November uh, this year. So either the 6th or maybe the 13th, but probably not the second half of the month. Um, so we've got a very um, We've got a narrow range now for the Xbox, and we haven't yet heard from Sony. Although, as of yesterday, um, we did see uh, a first sort of trailer for the PS5. Um, again, I'm not sure if there's been an official one released, but I saw a, I think it was Polish or maybe Hungarian um, trailer for the the PlayStation 5, focusing on the, uh, you know, feeling and seeing and hearing. Uh, the game so um yeah maybe playstation by the time hopefully not by the time this goes up uh but hopefully by the time we speak next um we will have dates prices games lineups all kinds of stuff you never know we've been saying that for six months but you know they've got to tell us before it actually launches and if xbox is going to go live early november then what are we now late august so we are two and a half months is that right yeah two and a half months from launch uh which is just bonkers so we really they do need to tell us and they need to start telling us soon we need to save the money we need to save up get those pre-orders in right so clearly a busy couple of weeks for news and rumors and um a pretty busy couple of weeks for me on the gaming front so what i've been playing um considering i was on holiday for one of these two weeks and i've actually had quite a bit of work on as well i've managed to get uh, a good few games in so uh just quickly run through what i've been up to um i took my switch on holiday and i played and finished old man's journey so uh you know <laughs> uh for old guy gaming podcast it feels uh appropriate although uh he made me feel nice and young because uh he's got a good few years on me this is a uh, played it on the Switch. Uh, if you've not played it, I think it's on uh, on um, phones as well, uh, on iPhone and I think Android also. It's uh, it's uh, touch based, really nice little kind of puzzle um, puzzle adventure. Beautiful story, very touching. 
um, of an old guy who gets a, a letter from a postman and sets out on a journey and you sort of uh, work out what's going on through uh, little um, story reveals throughout but the the sort of mechanics of it is just um, you're just trying to make a path for this uh, guy using touch so you're manipulating bits of the landscape so that they line up so that he can uh, he can traverse it um, occasionally you've got some uh, some vehicles you might have some obstacles and things that you need to get out of the way it's it's a very chill game really really um, lovely lovely mood um, I really liked it um, I'm a bit of a sucker for these sorts of sentimental games I don't know if you've uh, if you've seen Disney's up um, you know that that's that just little montage at the start that broke me and I'm sure uh, hopefully uh, you know those of those of you with a heart I'm sure it would have tugged at your heartstrings as well um, but yeah it's kind of uh, for me it's got the same sort of vibes um, it's got that kind of sentimental um, adventure uh, and, and just really really cool art style really fun short game uh, it's not an expensive game. I think I bought it in the sale for probably a couple of quid. Um, and yeah, I really recommend it. It was perfect for a holiday, just uh, chilling out after uh, a lot of walking. So um, yeah, really good. Speaking of holiday, uh, I also completed The Tourist on Game Pass. Um, so uh, in a, a year where, um, I don't know, I've not been going out a great deal. I don't know about you guys, but um, even on the nice sunny days, um it's been uh you know it's been i've been trying to find my uh my sort of uh scratch my travel itch and my exploring itch through gaming through uh other means uh via headset a couple of other little technology hacks um and uh, yeah the tourist was was a really nice little experience probably six to eight hours um beautiful i think it's voxels it's it's really clever um it's got a really almost like a tilt shift type um look to it so this is 3d um and it's a sort of puzzle puzzle game i guess uh again a bit of an adventure a uh, bit of a mystery to solve um really stylish it's by the guys who did fast rmx uh again it is available on the switch i guess it might be on ps4 as well but um it's in game pass on uh xbox and i think on pc so uh if you've got game pass i'd really recommend it uh nice little game um some quite challenging puzzles the uh the some of the stuff that involves uh, accurate jumping is quite tricky um my tip would be line up the camera and it makes uh, it makes it much easier to be accurate in a kind of 3D plane. Uh, some some fairly challenging little puzzles as well to solve um, and just really stylish and, and sun kissed, you know, most. Uh, there's a few different, I think there is one island called Soggy Island, which is, uh, has had constant rain for years. So uh, it's not all um, escapist uh, summer fun, but um, yeah, it is pretty much all that. And um, really nice way to, um, to sort of cheer yourself up if you are um, frustrated at not going on your summer holidays uh, this year. 
uh, my so those are both quite little games. I've also been playing a fair bit of Fall Guys on PS4. Uh, again, a really nice little game to jump into. Um, I've been following Fall Guys. I think I talked about it on the pod ever since uh, it was revealed at E3 2019, maybe even 2018. Um, just love those sorts of uh, Takeshi's Castle, Wipeout, those sorts of stupid uh, game shows. And it is exactly that in game form. Really good fun. Um, no skill, very little skill required um, or involved, and just uh, a good way to to kind of switch your brain off and, and relax at the end of the day. So uh, yeah, Fall Guys has also been getting a lot of play. Um, and then uh, I always like to play, uh, I've always try and get a bigger game on the go. Um, and at the moment, I think I've talked about it before, but I'm still playing Yakuza 0. I mean, how anyone is supposed to play this whole series if they haven't started? I mean, I, I hadn't played any. Uh, and I thought I'd try the first one, Yakuza 0, any of the, the prequel. Uh, really, really enjoying it. It's got a very, um, it's kind of very hammy, uh, overly dramatic, uh, um, yeah, Yakuza story. Uh, it's um, It's sort of, I think it's well. It's definitely deliberately cheesy, but um, you know the 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 game, uh, the gameplay, and the story uh, are neither hugely demanding. I do like the story's really good. Lots of you know classic betrayal, melodrama, um, and uh, yeah, some some good uh, some good uh, some good acting and some very good. Set bad acting uh, let's just say some mammy acting um and from a game point of view you know the brawling is is really satisfying it's a bit repetitive um and then loads of weird quests and mini games and stuff i mean if you haven't heard about the Yakuza series it's worth uh, the girlfriend reviews actually is probably my favorite video i've watched on that on youtube it's it's just really nails it you know you're doing some really odd stuff in that game but it's good fun but i am um i am sort of at the point now where i kind of just want to finish it um i'm in chapter 11 i think and there's about 16 chapters so i'm still not really anywhere near the end but i get the sense it certainly feels like the chapters are getting shorter and things are accelerating towards the end and i'm sure as well you know i will now focus more on the main story so um yeah should hopefully have that wrapped up by next time um because there are lots of other games i want to get to so i tend to try and get through these quickly and the last thing i've been playing obviously is ring fit uh which is um hopefully keeping me in decent shape during lockdown so uh yeah if anyone has uh been thinking about getting ring fit i would definitely encourage encourage you to do so you recommend it um it is it is it will kick your ass it is a it's a good workout um and uh, i know it was really hard to come by at the start of lockdown i got very lucky got hold of one um but um yeah i think it's a bit easier to find now and um yeah it's a really good workout obviously you need the you need the discipline but um the sort of game side of things really keeps you uh keeps you going keeps you motivated um and uh, yeah it's a good workout uh, i can feel it after i've done it and um yeah uh, the combination of uh, sort of legwork and uh, the 
was it a Pilates ring, I think, um, sort of resistance ring. It's, it's really, really good. So enjoying that um, and it's keeping me honest during these crazy times. So that'll do it for this week's show. Um, like I said, quite a lot going on uh, in what's traditionally a pretty quiet period. So, uh, but I expect next week's show will, next time show rather, will be a big one because we will have had, uh, we will have had Gamescom, uh, and hopefully we will have had uh, big big news from uh, at least Xbox, and if not Sony too. So. Um, if that happens well before uh, Fortnite's time, then I may well jump on into a quick reaction uh, extra pod. Um, but more likely, I will be back in two weeks' time, so that will be first Friday of September, uh, to give my thoughts. Um, so, one quick question What did you guys think of the sound this time? Uh, really like to hear your comments, like to hear your comments generally. So, please do get in touch, let me know what you think of the show, uh, the new name, the new sound, uh, what you want me to cover. Um, personally, I think it's uh, like I said, from my point of view, um, the reason for the name change to Old Guy Gaming is that I, you know, the more and more I talk to my jump cut colleagues, the more I realize that. Um, I have a slightly different perspective, I guess, on gaming, uh, whether that comes from having uh, done it for so long, you know, uh, I'm in my 42nd year right now, so, and uh, I've been playing games for at least 30 something of those. Um, so I think that really shapes my my take on things. Um, obviously, multi-platform uh, helps, and I hopefully uh, don't have too much of a BIOS, although you know, we've all got preferences and I tend to play probably mostly on Xbox at the moment. Um, but, you know, definitely you won't find any fanboy um, hate from me. Um, and then the other thing I think is, um, you know, I just really love the industry side of it. I think it's really interesting. Um, you know, I'm big into my uh, sort of business strategy stuff anyway. Uh, and I think the gaming industry is so unique. So, um yeah, let me know what you think about what I bring to the, obviously there's lots of podcasts you could be listening to, so I'm grateful for you uh, listening to this one uh, and always keen to hear what you have to think. And like I said, I'm really keen to hear what you think about the sound. I uh, I hope it's better this week. It feels better. Uh, it sounded better in test and um, I'm sure you will let me know. So please do get in touch. I am Giles Wentwest on Twitter. Uh, Charles Wentwest on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. Also, I'll be back in two weeks' time, like I said. Uh, and uh, yeah, take care, guys. Have a good fortnight, and I'll see you in September. <laughs>